From Infinite Guest, this is Top Score, a conversation with composers who write music for video games. I'm Emily Rees. In 2006, cellist Chad Schwartz was planning for his senior recital at James Madison University. He decided to play an arrangement from a game called The Legend of Zelda for an encore. What happened next is pretty amazing and led Chad to start a quartet that plays video game music called the Triforce Quartet. So this actually started back in 2006. I had downloaded an MP3 of a string quartet playing like a small Zelda medley, and I just thought it was so cool. And that happened to be the, the year of my senior recital at, uh, at uh, James Madison, where I went to school. And I just decided I really wanted to play it. But, you know, there's no sheet music anywhere. So I just painstakingly listened to it and figured out all the notes for everything, for all the parts. And uh, there were some things I didn't like that much in it, so I just changed a few little things around, and then then that was it. And then for my senior recital, I just kind of grabbed some people last minute. I'm just like, hey, I just want to do this as an encore. Would you want to do that? And, you know, some people are like, oh, yeah, great. And other people are like, well, whatever, I'll just do it for you. I don't know what this is. (laughs) (laughs) So then we played as an encore, and my friend had recorded it on on video because he was recording my senior recital anyway. Mm -hmm. So then I put that video onto YouTube, but this is like in the stone age of YouTube. Yeah. This was, you know, this was before it was really a big thing. So it was one of the first video game covers on YouTube, at least as far as I could tell. Um, and then actually it's like hard for me to listen to it on YouTube because, you know, it was last minute, so it's really out of tune and it was just for fun. So it wasn't like a professional performance or anything. Yeah. So that part bothers me, but whatever, you know, I was just doing it for fun. And then after that, you know, it just like little things here and there, uh, Two years later, I, since I enjoyed doing that, I ended up editing the Zelda medley more and adding some more themes that I liked, and then I did Mario and Final Fantasy. Come to the the four people that you are now. Two of them went to James Madison with me. One of them actually is in that original video. And to, in order to get the group now, I wanted to make sure that the players were good, of course, and then also that they were gamers. Because at the beginning, you know, the first video, I just kind of grabbed anyone, not people that necessarily played. And it's much more meaningful for people that actually played video games. So two of the people are from JMU and uh, played a lot of games there. And then the other member, uh, I actually played in a group since middle school and high school. And then we went, you know, he went to a different school and then we met up again after school. So when did you start playing cello, Chad? I started playing cello when uh, in fourth grade when I was nine. Did you know right then that you were going to hold on to it for the rest of your life? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, the story of me playing cello was I actually played piano since I was really young and apparently I was decent at it but I hated it and so the deal was for my parents was that I could quit piano but I had to start another instrument and this was in uh, Northern Virginia where they have a fourth grade strings program so we were allowed to choose violin, viola, cello or bass and I actually wanted to play bass that was my choice but they told me that I was too short now I don't know if they were telling me that because I was actually too short or because 20 people wanted to play bass. (laughs) 
Uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, all right, I'll go with the next biggest thing. And that was the cello. really important to have gamers. So tell me the story of you as a gamer. Was this always a lifelong passion for you as well? I remember when I was really young, we actually had Atari and Coleco, but my friends had a Nintendo and I was super jealous. And I remember we we received it, you know, we got a Nintendo one year and there's one picture that I found recently of me beating Mario for the first time when I was six. And what? It just shows Front of the, yeah, so it shows me in front of the TV, smiling, you know, saving the princess when I was six. I'm and, 38 and I still can't save the princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, you can. Actually, a funny story. So after I did that, and I didn't know this at the time, my mom was like, well, if my six-year-old kid can do it, I can do it. So after I went to bed at night, she would like play it and try to nice. beat it herself. Now, of course, she's the one that would uh, try to lift the controller really quickly when she got to the big jumps or yes, whatever. Yes, yes. How much that helped on, yeah. on Nintendo. Uh, and, but then uh, after that, I just always enjoyed playing games just as they were they were coming out more than my brothers and you know and my sister and my cousins or whatever and my friends. Well, maybe not more than some of my friends, but definitely more than most people, I would say. <laughs> I was just going to ask if you found at all that you dabbled as you were playing piano or in your early years of cello. Did you ever play themes just when you're screwing around? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And just uh, at JMU when I started the doing the Zelda arrangement, that was at the end. But I could always play like Zelda on the piano or or you know Mario or something like that, like little things. And I actually have there's one time when I was assigned a pianist to he was supposed to accompany me, and I was waiting for him in one of the practice rooms, and I was playing Zelda on the piano when he came in, and we we joke with friends that it was like love at first sight. was like what you're playing zelda that's awesome or you know and then we talked for a half an hour before we even started playing or something so as far as games that really made an impression on you musically would you say would you say you know zelda and super mario brothers i mean what what are those epic moments for you musically i think when you're younger you don't realize how big of an impact music plays on on games but then Later on, when you hear those themes and it just brings you back to that moment and makes you happy because of those times that you were playing video games, that's when you really understand what a big uh, impact it made. I tell people that Final Fantasy VI is one of my favorite games, and but when I think about it, I think it might be just because the music was so good in the game that it really just captured my attention and made me... Uh, enjoy it so much more just because it was, it was so captivating. Well, in Final Fantasy VI, music is such an integral part. I mean, it's so important. I mean, there's an opera in it, for crying out loud. Yeah, I know, right? There's an opera. 
an opera in a Super Nintendo game where it sounds terrible, but they still did it, and it was awesome. <laughs> yep, yep. I can't imagine. That must have been really time-consuming for them to, to just make that happen, you know? To just have somebody say, hey, let's put an opera in this, in the middle yeah, of this game. For, <laughs> for Dabu Matsu to be like, yeah, I'm going to write an entire opera, but then dumb it down to four sound effects or four <laughs> different instruments that, uh, that are MIDI, you know? your arrangements now? Do you do most of the arranging? So far, I've done all of the arranging. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is that something that you envisioned you would do in, in your life? Or was this, again, kind of out of necessity, you started doing it and now you enjoy it? In order to do that first medley where I'm just listening to it, I can't just figure out all the parts and tell people what to play. There has to be music. So the only way that you could do that is write all the music down. So I just kind of like, I never took any classes or anything on it. I just kind of figured it out. And I've always had a good ear I have perfect pitch or absolute pitch or whatever, um, and that makes a gigantic difference. So I'm already a huge step ahead of most people in terms of arranging. So I think I'm just lucky enough to have that, so I was able to do it easier than most people. You have had a chance to travel and and play a lot of conventions. You've played, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I got to see you in Washington, D.C. earlier this year at MAGFest, and you've played at... At least a PAX. <laughs> which which PAX have did you play at PAX Prime in Seattle? Uh, we played at PAX Prime and at PAX East. Oh, cool! Both Seattle and Boston. Where else have you gotten to go? We've gone to New York. We've gone to Philly and Baltimore. We're going to Pittsburgh this summer. Uh, it's mostly been East Coast because n- most conventions can't afford to fly you or whatever, so we have to make it work with driving. with Triforce, what, I mean, what would your goal be? Do you envision doing more touring like this? Would you, are you into the school thing, like education? Where do you want Triforce to go? It's hard to say. We have a little bit of a problem or a good problem, I guess, because our first violinist, Chris, is, you know, getting his doctorate in violin performance. However, that's in New York. So that limits us to the amount of gigs that we can do because, you know, he has to be able to leave school and we have to be able to make it so he can get to it. So as of now, we're a little bit limited. And that's why we kind of we don't have a, a lot of gigs. We kind of limit it to the ones that are, you know, either big or important or a wedding that's, you know, that is important to someone or they really want us or something like that. But, you know, I always say the dream job would be touring the world playing video game music. Now, how uh, realistic is that? I don't know. Probably not very realistic, but that'd be awesome if that happened. You are out of, are you done with school? Yes. And Jacob and Stanley are done with school? Yes. So what do you do during the day then? 
Well, so I'm actually the last one with a with a job that is outside of music. I actually have a job in cybersecurity, if you can believe it or not. <laughs> so that's my day job, I guess. And now the other every other member is a full time musician. So Chris mixes schooling with other gigs. Jake is a you know he teaches uh, and he also does gigs and symphony stuff. And then same with Stanley. So so they're all full time musicians. I'm I'm the only slacker. What games are you playing right now? Well, I just finished playing uh, uh, South Park: The Stick of Truth. I absolutely love because <laughs> I played a lot of RPGs when I was younger and the satire of the RPG was just, it was just so good. My little brother started getting me into Hearthstone because he plays Hearthstone and Magic a lot. But oh, dear. I yeah, I know. But you know, I don't think I have the time to get into that. I mean, you know, it's kind of fun, but then everybody crushes me with their cards that they bought and I, you know, <laughs> playing for free. And it's, Come yeah. on, this is not even fair. Yep. You know, yeah. give me a break here. Um, <laughs> Chris wants me to play StarCraft 2 because that's his obsessive game, and he wants us to play it online on Twitch, mm-hmm. uh, which, which we might do, uh, you know, because some people are interested in watching me be terrible at games that I'm not good at. So, <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. One of the things, as I was reading about each of you, you know, you all seem to have a love for chamber music. So can you talk to me about the virtues of playing this music with just four of you as opposed to, you know, maybe a full symphony, maybe there's, you know, 70 people on stage compared to four people? I've always loved chamber music. I was uh, lucky enough to be asked to play in a quartet when I was in... I think sixth grade or seventh grade. So I was in a quartet all through middle school and high school, which was mostly with Stanley and then two other people. And so I always just enjoyed it because in a symphony, at least for, you know, string instruments, you're not the only one playing the music. So for something like, I just, I never really connected as much with that. When I'm in a quartet, I know I'm the one that's playing it and it's up to me to play it well. I don't have that as much uh, feeling of responsibility in a symphony. And there's much more, it's like much more of an intimate setting where you are really reading each other because you have to count on each other to play things well and to learn the music. And one thing that we enjoy about uh, doing the video game music in a quartet, and since you know there's really no one else that's ever done it, we get to do our own interpretation of how to play everything. Because since we're, some of the stuff we're taking a whole, you know, symphony-sized uh, ensemble and trying to get it down to four instruments, we have to play flute parts or trumpet parts or, you know, all these different instruments that don't sound like ours. So we have to kind of make it kind of sound like that without it being ridiculous. And then we have, we get to talk through stuff and say how we want to, you know, interpret this or interpret that. And then, you know, it's a lot of fun to be able to figure that out and then have it all come together and then let everybody enjoy our playing. So it's, it's a lot of fun to be able to do that. 
one thing that is coming up soon that's exciting for us is uh, over the summer we are planning on streaming on Twitch live. So that means that a couple times a week you'll be able to tune into our Twitch channel and you can uh, you know watch us play live or you can request things or you can ask us questions. You know, it's just kind of basically us hanging out and playing and you as the audience being able to watch and join in with us. That's amazing. Is tell me tell us how to find that www.twitch.tv slash Triforce Quartet. If you want, you can subscribe now. And uh, that means that when we come online, it'll give you a little notification so that you'll be able to tell. Thank you for listening to Top Score from Infinite Guest. You can learn more about Chad Schwartz and the Triforce Quartet, as well as see a full playlist from this episode at infiniteguest.org. Top Score's production assistant is Pierce Huxtable, and Mark Hintz mixes each show. Top Score is supported in part by a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts, Artworks. Follow Top Score on Twitter and Facebook at Top Score Podcast. That's Top Score. I'm Emily Reese. Thank <laughs> you.